Right, good morning. It is Wednesday, December. What's today's date? It's all a mess today. What is today's December 20th? 20th. December. Oh, I think tomorrow's winter solstice. We'll talk about that oh. in a minute. But today we're talking about bringing back buttons, Buick buyouts, and Cyber Truck Jr. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Oh, my alliteration. No, what? she didn't. Uh, day. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. There. <laughs> Oh, comments I'm are here. already lighting <laughs> up. All right. Great. So if you're li- just listening, we have a brand new first commenter, Leah Zinkum. Congratulations. You got the first comment today. Oh, and then we got James Kurtenbach. He's just here for the button discussion. <laughs> so, which I understand. <laughs> I the button it. discussion is definitely worth having. Um, we have a lot going on right now. One of the things we want you to know about first before anything else is that tomorrow, you, if you're watching, you can see we're in the studio today. Uh, this is in Syracuse, New York, Tip Hill Studios, and we're working on our year-end extravaganza. Uh, it is going live tomorrow. Was it 1 p.m. Eastern? 1 p.m. Eastern. 1 p.m. Eastern. You need to be there. We have had so many great conversations with people across the industry. We have a really fun game called Who Said It? It may or may not involve <laughs> Sean Fain comments versus Car- comments from people like, I don't know, Elsa. Elsa. Carl Marx. Everyone showed up for the party. And you can check it out by uh, just going to LinkedIn or no, actually go to a SOTU.com, the very top banner of the website. You can just click on it, join the LinkedIn event. And uh, the comments are going to be live. Kyle and I will be in the comments. Yes. And uh, we're going to have just a great time. And if you check it out, you want to share it, the more the merrier at the event. Hey, thanks to Pure Influencer 2 for helping us pull that yes. off and making, making sure it's a great event and a ton of people can see it across auto. Bring your friends too because the comment section is a lot more fun when you got some friends to, to jab with. And the show is just going to be something. It's going to be I mean, amazing. It's, <laughs> we, we just can't tell you everything about Wait, it. Wait, now you got to talk about you got to talk about the solstice. You're so excited about I it. I am, but I don't want to talk about it too early. The, my favorite day of the year is winter solstice because it's the moment that the days start getting longer again. Yes. And if you live, so happy if you live in upstate New York, right? We're pretty far <laughs> from the equator up here. Kyle's in Syracuse <laughs> right now. You, it's going to be cold. It's going to be snowy. We at least want a little daylight. So little I'm daylight. excited that like the shortest day of the year, I think, is tomorrow. And then <laughs> then it, then we'll be back in the water before you know it. Yes. In exactly. six months. You will be. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You'll get warm again. I know. I know. All right. Well, let's go to our first story. Volkswagen is uh, heating consumer feedback by reintroducing physical buttons in its vehicle, moving say. away from a solely touchscreen-based interface as seen in the new ID2 um, EV. I'm excited about this. We talked about this when they took them away. Yep. Um, interior designer Darius uh, Watola cites European consumer feedback as a key influence for the change. You mean they're listening to the customer. It sounds like it in Europe anyway. Uh, CEO Thomas Schaefer acknowledges the previous touchscreen design harmed customer loyalty. How about hmm. that one feature, harming loyalty? Well, I can, I've been in multiple cars with dealers that are frustrated by their own manufacturer's Absolutely. car. You can only imagine what a consumer is experiencing. Without a doubt. So the ID2 new, new interior features backlit physical buttons, a rotary dial for the screen control, balancing uh, with touchscreen infotainment. Volkswagen also plans to phase out hard plastics, leather, chrome, and glue for sustainability. <laughs> How do you hold things together without glue uh, without significantly... Raising costs. So there you go. I don't know if the glue is a consumer feedback I, thing. I have no clue. But, uh, you know. The, how they keep the, the buttons on. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like, you know, little. Uh-huh. I don't know how they do all that. But apparently that, you know, sustainability has always been a thing with VW. Um, mm-hmm. It's cool to see them reintroducing features based on customer feedback. We've talked about this a lot that, hey, 
there's there's something to the tactile physical button that actually like increases the ability to engage you can understand where you're actually located on something mm-hmm. without having to be there that's why like we i think we talked about this a few months ago the old t9 right you could <laughs> you could text could without text looking under the decks desk while having somewhat conversation with someone yes having a full message do, 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 do. Right, Knock exactly. A little bit. And so, when, when when there's concerns over vehicle safety because of the touchscreen, and we talked about it yesterday, actually, with GM kind of citing that, you know, whether or not it's fact based or, or or not, is it's something to be seen on. Like, hey, users want to be able to know what they're touching, where they're touching it, and quickly make changes while they're driving their vehicle. Volkswagen coming in with the heat. I know. I think everybody like thought they needed to switch right away because Tesla did it. Right. And so I was like, well, we're like Tesla. Tesla's got a different interface. And totally. Tesla drivers are also in a, kind of a different mindset. Absolutely. Yeah. They are thinking tech first when buying. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, Brian, Brian Ortega is dying for us to incorporate a Backstreet Boys melody <laughs> into But and Back. All right. Okay. There it is. That's probably the first <laughs> we time did we've it. sang on the show. I don't know how to get the notes back up. For I got the notes. Story, but we we're go. moving right along. <laughs> Nearly half of Buick's EV dealerships. So these are Buick stores now. Half of Buick's U.S. dealerships have chosen a buyout over investing in EV infrastructure, marking a significant shift in the brand's retail strategy. So they offered voluntary buyouts to all their dealers across the country um, who were reluctant to invest in like level three chargers and all EV tooling. And uh, half of the dealers said, we'll take the offer. I'm in. See ya. Um, the brand aiming for an all electric lineup uh, by the decade's end, year 2030, if we had the trigger button, we'd press it. They now operate about a thousand dealerships, down from around 1958. Isn't that nuts? 47% of the deal, and I think the buyout was only like a few hundred grand. Also, yeah, like no, it was not it much. Was- uh, we'll have to check back on that, but I think it was, um, yeah. And then, and then the investment is 300 or 400 grand. Yeah, so it's just a million dollar swing, yep. right? And like, exactly. do I have what it takes? A uh, Cadillac made a similar move earlier in the year offering buyouts to dealers who didn't want to go forward because they're also going all EV. And they they lost uh, a third of their dealers. Wow. And the ones who stayed seem to be happy. The ones that left seem to be happy so far. Um, you know, but despite the loss in the network, Buick sales are up a lot, 58% year over year. How much of that is inventory driven? How much of that is actually because they made yep. the move? I mean, you can make the decision there um, with a couple of new models that are gaining some traction. Uh, so, um, yeah, like you said, dealers who are staying, three to $400,000 investment. Duncan Aldred, vice president of Global Buick GMC, said the network where we are now is a good size with dealers who are focused on the business. So, well, and I, I have to think, at having a thousand dealers. I mean, you look at right now, Toyota has, I think, a little over 1,200 dealers in the US. So, so for Buick to They're have doing a, okay, for Buick to have 2,000 dealerships was pro- probably a higher, de- mm-hmm. higher dealership per capita than they actually needed. Yep. So, getting down to that thousand allows them to focus on those retailers, focus on what their go to market strategy is with them, and lean into this hey, if we're going all EV, we're going to focus all of our attention and the dollars on the infrastructure build on those things. So, I think it's actually going to be an accelerant for. Um, for the OEM. I mean, the decisive nature, I mean, I think, I feel like Buick is one of those brands who's really been trying to figure out who they are over the last 10 years. Um, And it has legitimately been 10 years. Remember when when Tiger Woods started driving the Rendezvous? Yeah. Right? They paid him a lot to drive that car. A lot to drive that car, for Um, sure. But they're they're trying to obviously go a little more progressive. More you see Volvo going all EV, and you say, where does Buick fit in the mix? Well, yeah, because historically, like in the eighties and nineties, it was kind of like your grandparents' car. It was grandparents, it was like the it was legit a Cadillac competitor. Yep, 
Right. Exactly. And now it's like, what, where's it going to land with a thousand stores? It's a lot easier to manage that than 2000 stores. I couldn't tell you where my nearest Buick dealer is. Not a chance. Right. But maybe I will now. Maybe I don't know. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but still they say, according to the, the new network, Americans are still no more than 25 miles away from Buick dealer, which if you're in Atlanta could mean three days. <laughs> All right, this last one's so much fun. We've got no segue yeah, for this, no, but it's so much not. fun. Uh, so if you have ventured over to the Tesla site anytime recently, you've seen a new Cybertruck for kids. It's an electric ride-on toy inspired by the iconic Cybertruck design. Uh, it's available now. Well, kind of. It was available. Uh, it's got a 12-mile range and adjustable seats, so better than your basic Kia Rio. Uh, <laughs> the kicker. Production is still an issue for Tesla as they are already out of stock. The Cybertruck is priced at $1,500. It's all electric, naturally, uh, and it has a design exactly like the Cybertruck. It has a 22-volt va- battery, 500-watt motor, and can reach, get this, a top speed of 10 miles per hour. That's cruising in that Which is thing. cruising for a little kid. Uh, and deliveries are already set to begin in, here in December, uh, but they're not guaranteeing holiday deliveries. No, I, I would love to see what the build quality is on this because it's probably awesome compared oh, to like a absolutely. big wheels. Yeah, you're going from like a $300 big wheels to a $1,500 big designed, wheels. engineered, manufactured. Yeah. And so one of the coolest things about this that we don't have in the show notes is it has a 12-mile range. Right. 12 miles. 12 miles. So I could literally drive it to work. We, Nate, Nathan and I were joking in the beginning, like, should get it, drive it to work and like make the old video. <laughs> I drove my little cyber truck to work and you'll never believe what happened. Right. Go pro it up. You know, put the little camera oh my on the goodness. back. That would be but unbelievable. Look, the, the reality is this is probably an awesome toy for anyone who gets it. But for Tesla, it's just another brand play. Yes. Right. They've, they've made these, these small little one off. They had like the little quad. Right. And then they have the Cybertruck. They made the flamethrower. Hey, if you want people buying your stuff in 10, 15, 20 years, you might as well get them in it young. Absolutely. I mean, how many little kids grow up wanting a Jeep because they had their little Jeep electric toy riding up and down the street? Without a doubt. You know, I feel like they missed a couple opportunities to put like, you know, some of the new ones have like Bluetooth speakers in them. Yeah. So a little kid, little phone mount, (laughs) little dashboard. (laughs) Like they they really could go that way. But hey, we have a a little Cybertruck. For kids, listen, we hope that you take this little shot of energy, go into your day, pay attention to the consumers, pay attention to one another, and please go to asoto.com. Join the LinkedIn live event tomorrow, 1 p.m. Our year in extravaganza is coming in super hot.